Oh, well, all right, Glenn. Are you ready to watch some wrestling? Uh, yes. Why not? As if, I've got, as if I've got nothing better to do at the weekend. <sighs> I mean, watching wrestling on the weekend is not the worst thing that you could be doing. Oh, no, definitely. Welcome, everyone. It is, of course, Giggle Mania season. I am your host, Brent Piles. And, of course, you know, if it's Giggle Mania season, I can't watch these goddamn things by myself. So I had to bring in, like, a, a original AWI pod listener from, like, back in the days where all we did was be boring and break down wrestling shows. I don't know how he, I don't know how he managed to stick in this long, but he's here. AWI pod Hall of Famer, your friend and mine, Glenn Abbott, GA WrestleNet. How you doing, Glenn? I'm doing very well, thank you. I'm, I'm yes, glad to hear it. Day one. I don't know how I ended up listening to you from day one, but it was from day one I listened. I first listened to a work in progress. That's true. You're you're like the Usos. You've been down since day one ish. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to say you're the first ever like listener that we put into the Hall of Fame too, because we used to just put you know we usually put random nonsense in there, but sometimes we get serious and put listeners. And I want to say you were the first one. Yes, yeah, there's some strange things in that Hall of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> it's very prestigious. We don't just let anybody in. <laughs> I actually literally have no idea who's in or who's not in. There's probably people who've been in four or five times. So congratulations to them. Five-time Hall of Famers. <laughs> there's nobody here to keep track of. I, I'm not going to fucking do it. <laughs> I'm certainly not going to fucking do that shit. Uh, but anyway, we're going to get into some WrestleMania 5 here. I'm going to pull it up on the screen. If you're watching at home with us, it's 49.38 is where we're at. If you're going to watch all along at home with us, you might as well down, download that Northeast Sports app on your Roku player. And you can watch with us there, too. I'll get that plug in before we get this thing started. <laughs> Glenn, are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Three, two, one. Looking at a long. Oh, it's Sean Mooney. Uh, the eyebrows. <laughs> the king oh, of the eyebrows and here we go with the bushwhackers as well <laughs> I wish the mayor could be here because the bushwhackers licking Sean Mooney's face I believe the mayor would just love that yeah. well I just listened to your last week's mayor uh, the, the, yeah. the bushwhackers were the, the, the main event I believe they beat the right. We were watching this. We were watching the rest of this, and we were watching some of this. And they beat the Rushos. Yeah, yes. They beat the old Rushos. <laughs> the crowd's excited. They used the big battering ram here. Yes. Uh, I love the. <laughs> it, what's ironic about it is that these two, as the sheep herds, were two of the meanest, nastiest. 
tag teams in the whole of Christendom. And they become these head-licking buffoons. <laughs> they are definitely head-licking buffoons. That is true. That is true. I mean, like, that's something that would get you arrested now. You would be you would be arrested for terrorism if you tried to lick people's faces. That'd be it. Oh, yeah. Well, you, why would you want to give your child up to be licked <laughs> Right. Hey, hey, go lick my kid's face. (laughs) You want your kid's head licked by a guy who's missing all of his teeth? I wouldn't. Oh, now, now they we're on something different here. This is just perfect. Absolutely. Look at those perfect nipples. They're popping through that lime green singlet. You can see them. That lime green singlet. Oh. Wish I could wear something like that. Oh, that is something something else. Maybe 30 years ago, Glenn. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but still, I'm gonna... still not looking that good in it. Like. <laughs> you could have worn it, but you wouldn't look that good in it. Yeah. <laughs> I wore something like that for the missus just the other day. That's not true. I made that up. <laughs> He's taking on the blue blazer, which Owen Hart versus the Mr. Perfect is kind of a dream match. It certainly is. I don't think I I don't think I knew that Owen Hart was the blue blazer until he started jokingly being the blue blazer on TV. Then that was the first time it was like, oh my god, he was the blue blazer. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's to me. Good, I'm sorry. He did a very good job of not looking too much like Brett. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he liked himself. Right. I, so, like, to me, man, when I was a little kid, this gimmick was over huge with me. I yeah. love the Blue Blazer. I, he never, I don't think he ever won any matches, but I love the Blue Blazer. <laughs> but it always put him in with people like Perfect. And, and, and to be honest, looking at it now, you, when you know it's Owen Hart, you can see it's Owen Hart. But basically... Yeah. <laughs> No idea. Because, I, I mean, obviously, I had not seen. I was, like, you know, five. So yeah. I had not seen Owen Hart anywhere but here. Uh, mm-hmm. But when he was with Blazers, so, yeah, no no freaking idea until I was, like, 15 years old is when I finally put two and two together. When, oh, my God, he was the fucking Blue Blazer. Yeah. I mean, you can even just tell by here. Like, he definitely is a guy who could go 20 minutes. with. with I would love to watch this go 25 minutes. I know it's not, but if it did, it'd be great. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, if it was a proper serious wrestling match, then. I don't. I I want to look back into it now and see if they ever had actually had any one-on-one matches besides this one because that was that's definitely something I'd like to look at. But it would be hard because most of the time they were both heels. Yeah. Oh, beautiful standing drop kick! I guarantee you this match is going to have the best work rate of any match on this card. Yeah, yeah definitely. Absolutely. <laughs> By no means one of the best WrestleManias ever. This. No, no. I, I mean, I think I, I, a lot of people look back on the early ones fondly, I think, because of the nostalgia of it. Mm. But yeah, aesthetically, if you look at the at the card here, it's not exactly a who's who of wrestling talent. No. <laughs> I mean, character-wise, like gimmick-wise, maybe, but not like in-ring working, you know what I mean? Like, Hulk Hogan's in the main event of this thing, and he's never been accused of being a, you know, a five-star worker. No. Not that he had to be, but I'm just saying. Well, no, he just had one of the best gimmicks. And then you put him in there with Savage, and you can't go wrong. No, that's it. It was one of the best workers of all time. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm 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 kind of surprised of how much uh offense the Blue Blazers getting here because he's getting a fair amount of it. I figured it would be more one sided. Oof. That was a solid backbreaker. Yeah. I mean, looking at it now, that's definitely one hundred percent Owen Hart. You can totally yeah. see it. <laughs> yeah. That was a beautiful, like he did like a wrist lock into like a power slam there. This match is really, really good. It feels like it's been going on for a while, but it, I'm sure it hasn't. <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. Is this where it goes south for him? Oh, perfect got the knees up. That's where it went south. Perfect got the knees up. Well, let me ask you this. How many blue blazers, bla blazers masks do you have in your closet? I wish I did. <laughs> I wish I did. I figured that's the gimmick usually when you're on here. So the the price of lucha masks is exorbitant for a goddamn Halloween mask, right? Yeah. <laughs> maybe you should just maybe you should see if they got one of like old those Rey Mysterio kids masks. Those might be. <laughs> that's that. That still probably cost me about a hundred dollars shipping. <laughs> You know what? You, I didn't think of the shipping, but you're right. It probably the the mask itself would only be fifteen dollars, but with the shipping on top of it, it'd be a hundred, <laughs> and you wouldn't get it for three fucking months either. That's right. And with the way things are going now, Glenn, in three months we could be all be dead. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know. Now finally getting some offense here. Very weak chop there in the corner. That's the trouble. Is looking back on these old matches. Is comparing to the way they chop each other these days. <laughs> you see how weak they are, really. And you didn't think about it at the time, right? It just seemed like a normal chop, and now it's like if that guy doesn't have bruises by the, by the second chop, well, this is all bullshit. Yeah, if your chest don't look like mincemeat, <laughs> I want you to look like Ilya Dragunov, or else yeah. this is all bullshit. Yeah. I'm just like uh, perfect has got barely any offense here, and it's just been all blue blazer doing like yeah. spectacular things. Oh, I thought he had him. Oh, so this blue blazer. <laughs> I think that was oh. a bit, that was a bit of a dodgy count there. Come on, Tim White, you're better than that. <laughs> oh, Hohen Stone. That's what he did it, Glenn. He took his eyes off the prize. He started arguing with the referees, and yeah. now he's getting perfect plex. Perfect plex. One, two, three, and it's all over. And Mr. Perfect is going to remain undefeated until WrestleMania 6, where he's going to lose to. Do you know the answer to that, Glenn? Who was, first, who was his first loss to? I do not know. Brutus the fucking Barber Beefcake. Was the no. first person <laughs> yes at WrestleMania oh, six? Steve Cake. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, very sad. Although I love, I actually, I'm one of the few that actually loved the Brutus Barber gimmick. I mean, when I was a child, yeah, it was definitely over with me. Well, I wasn't a child, but I just thought it was so good with the clip. At the, the, Get the shears out and then the clippers. I mean, how can you not like a guy dressed like a male stripper that's cutting off people's hair? That's right. But at the time, it was, a, it was the same. That's true. I mean, the 80s were a very good time for very tight, weird pants. Yes. 
Then I know it. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say it. You would know. <laughs> you were an authority on such things. Oh, we're getting a shot of the crowd here at the Boardwalk Hall. I will not call it the other place. It is the Boardwalk Hall. Oh, what are we getting? Oh boy, Glenn. I'm glad I got you on this one because you're gonna get to uh, see it. I know how excited you are for this. Jesse the Body Venture is gonna flex his muscles for us. Oh, lovely. Oh, get the baby oil, pal. The fans are excited. <laughs> oh. Andre. Okay. Not with that baby oil. <laughs> no baby oil. <laughs> is he gonna take the jacket off? Take it off. Take it off. <laughs> Take it off. I like how in every WrestleMania we had to just announce Jesse Ventura, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> the future mayor of the governor of Minnesota, ladies and gentlemen. Have you um, actually ever seen him wrestling anything? No, I don't think I've ever watched a match of him wrestle. No. <laughs> I don't think anybody has. <laughs> Nobody cares. <laughs> It's one of those things. The, the, uh, oh, he was a great wrestler. Well, where did he wrestle? Uh, <laughs> For whom was he a great wrestler? <laughs> he rocked up on the WWF as a kind of commentator. And... Is Mr. Fuji going to run the 5K here in his manager's outfit with his cane? <laughs> oh, boy. He looks ready for it. He looks hyped for it. <laughs> He's been training for months. <laughs> There's a guy from Ireland in the front row there. Well, it says Ireland on his shirt, anyhow. That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> That's true. You all know. <laughs> uh, you're right. I, like, I, Brent, you wear Chicago Bulls shirts. Doesn't mean you're from Chicago. <laughs> or you live yeah. there. <laughs> in which case, though, now I have a Nebraska shirt on, and I indeed am in Nebraska. <laughs> oh, boy. Mr. Fuji's getting a head start, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if Mr. Fuji was known for anything, it was definitely known for his <laughs> run, <prank>. over. <laughs> run over by the crowd. <laughs> uh, I feel like halfway through this, he got in a cab, and the cab drove him to the finish line. He would die. He's got to be sweating. It says he finished in 19 minutes and 30 seconds. How far was the run? A mile? I don't get it. I don't understand. I don't understand what the fuck's happening here, Glenn. Well, when you, even... when you get Mr. Fuji and Lord Alfred Hayes together, what, what, what is this? <laughs> understand. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. And also, he's not sweating. He's not sweating a bit. He's supposed to have been running all this way in a black goddamn fucking penguin outfit, and he's not sweating? <laughs> what the fuck? I think we're. I think next we're getting a, a, a three-on-two handicap match where it's Mr. Fuji and the Powers of Pain versus Demolition. I believe that's what's up next. So maybe that's why we got that vignette there. Yeah. Or what is this? Oh no, it's Run DMC. You should be familiar with him too. Uh, yes. It's like uh, that, and it's the way it is. I forgot. I fucking forgot that they like. They did like a, a song here um, <laughs> at WrestleMania Five, but here they are, Run DMC. Nobody loves Run DMC like wrestling fans in New Jersey. That's right. <clears throat> yeah, well, this is this is fun. I didn't know this was happening. <laughs> I forgot all about this. 
It's like suddenly having a wrestling match at a, a, a festival. Well, fuck, they do it now. They have fucking people perform at WrestleMania all the time, and I don't understand why. Like, I don't want to sit here and for three minutes and watch Kesha sing a song or whoever the fuck they get. Nowadays, Run DMC would be in a six-man tag team match against 3MB or some shit like That's that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine you you played a lot of uh, Run DMC in your DJing days. I can imagine. I did. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, They're a little bit before my time, but. The most I know Run DMC from is when Rev Run had his own reality show on MTV. So that's that's the only thing I know from Run DMC mostly. And that Jam Master J got killed. Yeah. Which they have a documentary about that on Netflix, which I have not watched, but I may check that out. May have to check that out. <clears throat> very 1980s fashion. Glenn, did you ever have a hat like that? No, no, that was very. Uh... Did you have a big gold rope chain? <laughs> <laughs> With a badge of a Volkswagen car on it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yep. Exactly. I, I, the shoes they're wearing, I have a pair of those shoes in my closet, actually. I love those Adidas with the three lines. I remember when I was in the eighth grade, I got some of those Adidas with the three lines, and they were, or, they were orange. Oh, man, I felt so cool when I went to school. Still none of the girls would talk to me, though. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a choice of footwear. But... <laughs> yeah, I thought it was. It wasn't. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> Definitely not. Definitely. I would have been, been alright at school, but <laughs> same, Glenn. Same. What about? Uh, I mean, what about a pair of those glasses? Do you have some of those? I feel like those would be be in style. Mm-hmm. Except my prescription ones. <laughs> You're like the mayor. People yeah. wonder why the mayor always wears the sunglasses uh, on the show, and the reason why he does that is because he can't fucking see. <laughs> exactly. And until I got contact lenses, I if I was DJing or anything, I'd always wear dark glasses. Makes sense. It makes sense. Uh, so here's a funny. My wife, I hadn't gotten my eyes checked since I was like in the fifth grade, and my wife was sure that that, that I needed glasses and that I needed to get my eyes checked because I need glasses. <laughs> so I went and got them checked, Glenn, and I'm 2020, motherfucker. I can see just fine. Excellent. And the reason I like to bring that up is because she was wrong and I was right. And that doesn't happen very often. <laughs> Make the most of it while you can. That's right. She's also not home right now to hear me say that. So <laughs> That's good. No couch for you tonight, then. Yep. Well, maybe. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> it's still early, Glenn. It's still early. That's it. We managed to talk our way through that. Congratulations. Yes. Just as well, really. Yeah. Don't even know what it was they were singing. Or rapping. So it's 1985. I wonder what the pop popular song for them would be at the time. Mm-hmm. Oh! I believe we watched this. No, we didn't watch this. This is when Mr. Fuji turned on old demolition. Ooh. Got the conquistadors out there. Very confused. They don't even know why they're here. They're like, why are we still in this match? We're the conquistadors. This must have been just after the powers of pain um, decided that they weren't going to do the scaffold match. <laughs> I don't fucking blame them. I'm like, I'm not blowing out my knees for this shit. And the NWA 
Who were they booked against in a in a scaffold match? Um, I think it was the Rock and Roll Express. Okay, makes sense. Yeah, I think the powers of pain at that time were, were Jim Cornette's latest. Their latest monsters, latest monsters. His latest monsters to sort out the the rock and roll. And oh, basic, uh, basically, they, they said we're going to put you in a scaffold. Back, he said, "Fuck that, oh, we're going north." Thank you very much. Goodbye. See ya. <laughs> yeah, that don't work for me, brother. The, they just body slam Fuji after he hit him with the cane. And I'm still the, the most baffling thing to me is how do they have a Survivor Series tag team match in the last men standing were the fucking conquistadors? <laughs> <laughs> like, what? When you, <laughs> when you cut the likes of those in there, who could just pick the conquistador up and flick him. <laughs> right. <laughs> There ought to be somebody better than the conquistadors in this match, then. These are the very believable shots with the cane there by, by Smash or Axe. I don't know. <laughs> oh, oh my god, these cane shots are terrible. <laughs> like, if like you hit somebody with a cane properly, that motherfucker's gonna break. <laughs> Oh, Glenn, what do you think these guys' safe word is? <laughs> Pumpernickel? They probably don't have one. <laughs> Why would they have a safe word? Look at the pair of them. <laughs> There's a no safe word kind of. Hurt me more. Hurt me more. <laughs> <laughs> they tell you what the safe word is, but if you say it, they punish you more for saying it. <laughs> they don't tell you that, though. Oh. oh, so the delicious oh, oh, or a me gene there is trying to get about to get his arm torn out of the socket. You look you're very nervous. <laughs> Understandable, I suppose. Oh <laughs> they're gonna poke him with those fucking things on their jackets. That's what he's so terrified of. Well, yeah. <laughs> Not two big lumps of meat dressed in bondage here. <laughs> Who wouldn't be scared? Exactly. <laughs> uh, we are at the Boardwalk Plaza in Atlantic City, New Jersey. Yes. <laughs> oh, look at that body, pal. <laughs> Three on two here. It's going to be Mr. Fuji, the Powers of Pain versus the Demolition, and the tag team titles are on the line. Yeah. I don't suppose Mr. Fuji's going to do much. <laughs> you don't think so? I don't. You think he's going to do a tope suicida? Probably not. No, I'm not even sure exactly what that is. I've just heard <laughs> Excalibur say it a lot. So, <laughs> the powers of pain. People say that like the Road Warriors got ripped off by demolition. The powers of pain have fucking the Road Warriors haircuts. I was gonna say it's that it's that two Road Warriors tribute bands. In the same <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> Uh, that's hilarious. It is. It's like two knockoff versions of the of the Road Warriors here taking on each other. Yeah. It's like when you go to an indie show and they have the immortal Randy Hogan versus versus the Nacho Man Trandy Stratus. Yeah. 
Correct me if I'm wrong, but it like back in the day on on uh, like English, like on, in England on TV, they would have like weird gimmicks of other people. Is, or is that I, just something I heard? No, they yeah, they definitely uh, there was a period, so uh, early nineties, where there was a lot of these knockoff shows where you'd have fake Undertaker and they were, they were dreadful. They really were bad. <laughs> that just made it worse. Mm. I don't know why, but I feel like a show with a bunch of fake guys who are supposed to be somebody else would be right up my alley. I think I would find <laughs> that fucking hilarious. It was, it was hilarious, especially because it it was a, the wrestling show was at about two o'clock in the morning on a weekend. So you come home from the pub or club full of booze, and they sit down and watch it. Watch. The wrestling show, which had, uh, some, which had some decent stuff on, is how I first got to look, to know about like the Smoky Mountain and those sort of places. But then you got some of the, the real holiday camp British stuff that was going around at the time, like with the fake Undertaker and oh god, that would be hilarious. It's like you think it's the Undertaker, but it's not. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> full Undertaker. Yeah, Bulk Hogan, as you said. <laughs> yeah. He trains, says his prayers, and drinks his vitamins. He doesn't take them, he drinks them. It's different. Yeah, yeah. We got big men slapping meat here, is what we've got. Mm. If anything, this match should be fucking hard hitting. Where is he? Actually, I have a warlord figure. They don't have a barbarian one on. I'm waiting for that to come out. I can pair them together. Yeah. <laughs> they were really working them over, weren't they? I'm not sure what that move would have been called. It looked like <laughs> it looked like we you know when two girls get into a fight and they like slap fight. That's not something it looked like they were doing. The rest of the equivalent of the downward dog. <laughs> he was just trying to stretch his back out, and then they were massaging it for him. As it looked like, it didn't look like they were hitting him. No. I, I, both Bill Eady and, and uh, they guys are both still living, right? Demolition, they're still out at signings. I've seen. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They're still around. Surprisingly, both these teams, besides Mister Fuji, they're all still around. I believe. Yeah, Barb and and. Uh, Barbarian warlords still around too, so that I mean that's good news. If you can get four guys in a match from 1989 and they're all still alive, that's pretty good. It is. It is. <laughs> Here we go again. <laughs> My favorite part of that is how he bounces his head back up every time they hit him. Like oh, <laughs> they start. You can do anything to me back, but just don't hit me face. <laughs> <laughs> that's clearly what he said. Oof. Nice reversal there. Th this match has definitely been hard-hitting, as, as I said it would be. Yes. Yeah, there's not, not exactly a lot of technical wrestling moves in this, is there? No, and you wouldn't <laughs> want to see it if it was. No. <clears throat> Big clothesline there. Edie had... No, I guess they were, they went on for a couple more years after this. I'm trying to think of when Edie bowed out. It was probably around Wrestle... I remember WrestleMania 7 was crushing... Smash and Axe wasn't around anymore. Yeah. Oh, back elbow here. 
Now what are we going to do? A lot of, lot of quick tags here. Just like you should have a proper tag team match. Yeah, they were still, they were still behave, but abiding by the rules at this time with tag teams. Holding the tag rope, hand to hand tags, no this blind tag bullshit. <clears throat> I didn't like the way he was looking at it with his tongue out. That made me uncomfortable. <laughs> Just a little, a little uncomfortable. Well, oh, got him right in the mouth. Now that was a chop. Yeah, it was a, yeah. <laughs> that looked like it hurt. <laughs> yeah, that that one he felt working the gut here. No, I get him. The tag team, the tags here. Is, is, there's a lot of them. Mm. I, I I don't understand the hair color. Like he colored one side of his hair like reddish color, and the other side black. I don't get it. I don't understand. You look ridiculous, sir. Even though you've got giant traps, you look ridiculous. And it's probably no coincidence that all these. The, these guys are in tag teams and you never very rarely saw them in uh, singles action. It's probably why there's so many constant tags. Because after a couple of minutes of blowing up, <laughs> yeah. you need to stand outside the fire. Like I, so like when Warrior or Sting wrestle for like a long time, their paint starts to come off. And I like I don't remember Demolition's paint coming off like that. Of course, probably they never worked like 20, 25 minute matches, but no, they were sweaty now. <laughs> I guess that's that's probably a good point. Like, Does Demolition use a different kind of paint? Or is that oh, right? that <laughs> yeah, right, emotion. Daddy button. Yeah, he'd bar from emotion. <laughs> come off very easily. We're wrong. Fuji got some offense in here. It was just a headbutt to the nuts. But I don't remember who wins this match. But I don't. I don't recall the 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 powers of pain ever being the tag team champions. No. Yeah, I don't think so either. So I want to say demolition retains. But I, I also felt like when I was a kid, I felt like Mister Fuji flip flop back and forth between demolition and and powers of pain like five six times. And I don't know if I like. It only happened once, and I just remember that as a kid, but I felt like he kept switching back and forth. <clears throat> so I'd be interested to see if WrestleMania, if at WrestleMania, uh, I'm sorry, Royal Rumble, if he's still with the power of Spain or if he's back with Demolition. <laughs> I didn't know if he was penning him or choking him, nail style. Oh, God. Nails was a choker. He liked to choke. Yes. <clears throat> oh, Fuji's coming back in. He's been tagged in again. Is he heading to the top rope? He is. Fuji is heading to the top rope. This is happening. Holy shit. Holy shit. Oh. Who oh. <laughs> could have done it worse? Aaron. That looked like me jumping into the pool. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, he's able to get a tag. Oh, they cut off the hot tag. That was that was the worst <laughs> elbow drop in the history of wrestling. <laughs> no, he never break his ankles there. <laughs> Yeah, or like do some damage to his hip. He came down fucking hip first. Feet not far behind. Oh, here we go. We we got that hot tag. Smashes in here. Oh, right to the back of the head there. He's working them both over. Oh, he picked up Warlord like he was nothing. He's a house of fire here, Glenn. Yes, he is. He's got his he's got his elbow pads cranked all the way up to his triceps. We don't know why, but he does. Oh, holy fuck! That's got to be it. One, 
do. Oh, fucking bar broke it up. Oh, that's it. He's out of the ring. Now Fuji's in here. He's got to get the salt out, right? He's got to throw. Here it comes. Yeah, right? There it comes. Is it the referee? Where's the referee going? As if he can't see him fishing around in his tights. Right. Like, why is he? <laughs> oh, it misses and it goes in war. It goes in Barbarian's eyes. Like, why is Hebner admonishing the guy on the outside for so long? Like, it doesn't make any sense. No. He's out of the ring. Who cares? <laughs> out of the ring and not the legal man. So it really didn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> One, two, and three. Was did did Fuji ever get tagged in? Yeah, he was there. He, he got oh. he took the pin. Okay, okay. I was just wanted to share. I get so worked up for wrestling nowadays about who's fucking legal in a tag team match that I'm still doing it here. Yeah, they yeah they tagged him in and then because they, they, they tagged him in so he could use the powder. Ah, because the referee was looking, so they had to make sure to tag him <laughs> in. <laughs> <laughs> had to make sure the tag was legal to use an illegal substance. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's like I watched this. I I did. I was on the Apron Bump podcast, and I watched this old ECW show with him. And there was a tag team match on there, and they do all this shit. They fight through the crowd, they hit each other with chairs, they're bleeding everywhere. But they hit a finisher in the ring, and they're both standing in the ring. And the one guy goes to pen him, and the referee's like, "No, I'm not counting until you get out of the ring." I'm like, "But they." Did you see everything else they did? And now we're worried about the rules. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Tony Schiavone. This has got to be the only wrestling WrestleMania Tony Schiavone was a part of. <laughs> I like how they say Macho Man's, Macho Man's dressing room and it's like a closet. <laughs> Is it a closet? Oh, that Hogan, now you got the lust in his eyes. He's just pacing in a closet. <laughs> yeah. Spent all the budget on the sign. <laughs> a lovely sign for you, but here's a, here's a small closet for you to change it. Well, Glenn, get out the shot glasses. It's time to take some shots because Dino Bravo's on his way out to the ring here. I'm all aware I'm going to hell for that. Frenchie Martin is manager. I am not familiar much with Frenchie Martin. Aren't you? Oh yeah. No, not really. He, Besides uh, him being, he did. He, he was sort of knocking around a lot this time with different. I think he. I think he managed the, the Rujos at one point as well. Oh, rugged Ronnie Garvin. He's not just Ronnie. He's rugged. Rugged Ronnie. Yes. This is quite pot. This may end up quite possibly being the boringest WrestleMania match in history because Dino Bravo versus Rugged Ronnie Garvin. There's not a lot of charisma in the ring here. What the fuck is Finkel announcing? Please don't make this a submission match. Uh, please no. <laughs> I wouldn't give up. I wouldn't give Bravo's chances much if it's a if it's a submission match. Because it's a. I've seen Rob Garvin twist people into very strange places. <laughs> oh, we've got someone coming out. Oh, it's Superfly Jimmy Murder. I mean, Snooker's on his way out to the ring here. Superfly Jimmy <laughs> Snooker. Just who I needed to see. I, why? <laughs> I don't. I don't understand. <laughs> Looks like he's going to give us a chorus of happy talk. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't uh 
I don't <laughs> understand why Jimmy Superfly Snook is coming out here. Yeah. In a match involving rugged Ronnie Garvin and fucking Dino Bravo. It makes no sense. Don't tell me he's going to be the special guest referee. <laughs> Just that, that. <laughs> Glenn, Glenn, what do you think a conversation between Brother Brother Crush and uh, Jimmy Superfly Jimmy Snook would sound like? What do you think that would sound like? <laughs> brother, brother, let me tell you, brother, brother. <laughs> There'd be so many brothers. Holy cow! Brother, 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 brother. That's it. The whole conversation would just be about brothers. <laughs> unless, unless, a, unless a dead girl showed up, and then Superfly would go, "I don't speak English. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know." Spent <laughs> <laughs> about five minutes getting to the ring. Walked in and walked out again. That's it. He waved and left. That was it. <laughs> What's the fucking point of that? <laughs> Just so I could make fun of him? Well, thank you. <laughs> it must have had a point. There must have been something in his contract that said he had to appear at this WrestleMania. And they had nothing for it. Oh, just get out there, walk down, just wave in the crowd, and go. That's I've got a great idea. Right in the middle of the, right before the Garvin Bravo, Bravo match, you bring, you bring Superfly out there. He waves and he leaves. I love it. Got paid three hundred bucks. That's <laughs> a contractual obligation to it. That's it. <laughs> oh. Oh. He's holding. He picked up Ronnie Garvin like they were about to do the Dirty Dancing dance. I assume you've seen Dirty Dancing. Yeah, oh yes. The best one of those I've ever seen was a wedding I did. Uh, they wanted Time of Your Life as the first dance. The bride took a runner, jumped, and totally flattened the groom. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I mean, before you do that, you've got to know you can do it, right? Like, you wouldn't just throw that out there. I don't even just hit the ring and try to do a fucking shooting star press. I know. They think they could. They could. Oh, That's fucking great. That's hilarious. <clears throat> The dogs are making a run in. Oh, what a, what an amazing athletic contest we've got here, Glenn. Two superior athletes, hmm. full of piss and vinegar and charisma. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I will say, though, Bravo does look great here, doesn't he? Oh, it does. Looks like he's ready to smuggle some cigarettes. <laughs> Those are the worst turnbuckle bumps. <laughs> he wasn't so much hitting his head to do it as gently placing it there. Yeah. It was like he was laying him down for a nap. And then Bravo soaked it like it'd been concussed, which is amazing. Oh my god, now he's locked in a sleeper. This has been my favorite match so far, just because of those hilarious fucking turnbuckle fucking shots he just did. <laughs> oh, man. Amazing. What the fuck? I think he was just trying to get himself a field ski, is what it looked like to me. He jumped up <laughs> so he could grab his ass. Oh. <laughs> oh. 
was going to say that. I gotta, that would have been great if that was the finish. <laughs> would have been right up this alley. Just think about when we were watching the Fatal 4-Way Women's Tag Team Championship match at WrestleMania, just think. We could have had Garvin versus Bravo. We could have Garvin versus Bravo. So there's that. <laughs> so there's that. I'm surprised this is still going. Oh, big sidewalk slam. One, two, three. And the sidewalk slam does it. Oh, the shame. <clears throat> Dino Bravo gets the win at WrestleMania. Things that have been said. Smoky Mountain. Ronnie Garvin was a beast. He used to squash people. He'd squash jobbers and he'd sit on them. <laughs> Makes sense. He's not punched out Frenchie Martin and he's giving him the Garvin stomp. Yes, yeah. I do appreciate a good Garvin stomp. Hmm. Oh, right to the face. Man, that's that's quite the tan. I think the only person more tan than Ronnie Garvin at this point is Hulk Hogan. Yeah. And that's it. What a haircut, too. I had that same haircut in 1995. No, I didn't. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody else had that haircut. <laughs> yeah. Nobody else wanted it. <laughs> Who would? I like the way he pinned him. Very sensual. <laughs> it's very, very sensual. He made sure to get right on top of him so he could feel his meat pressed up against his meat. Oh, Glenn, we got a good one coming up next. You talk. You talk about that sensual though. You want to. You want to watch some of Roddy Garvin's early stuff, where it, it um, the guys on the booking the territory when they were reviewing uh, the Smoky Mountain, they termed it the chin nuts. <laughs> he would sit on somebody's face with his nuts right in. <laughs> to, to watch some Smoky Mountain. Glenn, we got a good one coming up here. We're gonna get uh we are gonna get uh Tito Santana and Rick the Model Martel versus the Brain Busters, Tully, Tully, Tully Blanchard and Arn Anderson. So this should be very, very good. Is hmm. the Brain Busters? I mean, if there was a tag team dream match, it would be the revival versus these guys. That would be my dream match right there. Oh yeah. Definitely. Yeah. <clears throat> I always loved the, the 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 AA and the TB on their on their tights. I don't know why, but I just always <laughs> thought that was the coolest thing. And here they come, Strike Force. Now you're talking handsome fuckers with these two. God damn it, pal! <laughs> Luckily, they're not facing Andre, so they could put on some baby oil. Mm. God damn! I don't think these two could actually move without baby oil. No, there's no way. You're not the tin man. It stays up with that baby. They got to oil them up so they can move. <clears throat> the brain busters. I mean, after they left WWE, they were never really a tag team together, were they? No. Man, that's something. That is something. Because you would have thought they I mean they could have had a great run in the nineties, but it just just didn't quite pan out. <clears throat> oh, is that Martell in there first? He looks way more Jack than he does when we see him in nineteen ninety two. This looks like he's at double speed. 
<laughs> right? Jeez. So we're it's like we're watching the shit and fast forward. Oh, Glenn, I see the cotton candy making its way through the crowd. There it goes. <laughs> double drop kicks by Strike Force here. Tito Santana, beautiful hair. Look at that hair. God damn it, pal. Hariba! I forgot to do that. I'm obligated to scream Hariba when I see him. Right, fine. <laughs> good, fine. good. Get that cotton candy out of here. I can't get my eye off it. The brain here, I hear the beautiful satin jacket. It looks like. <laughs> oh, we got to test your strength on the canvas here. This is something you don't see in wrestling matches now. No, no. You very rarely see test of strength anymore. <clears throat> yeah, I want to say that that Doan Dar challenged uh, Joe Coffee to a to a yeah. strength. Yeah, but then he kicked him in the gut as soon as he gave yeah. his hand. Yeah. yeah. You knew he weren't gonna win it. Yeah, well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> I mean, you gotta be a goddamn fool. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's really working over his midsection with his thighs there. One thing I'll say about Arn Anderson: beautiful thighs, wonderful thighs, the strongest of thighs. This looks kinky now. They're doing something strange. <laughs> it does, <doesn't> it? <laughs> this looks like something they got out of the Karma Sutra book, I think. <laughs> oh, Dave! <laughs> That's fucking awesome. <laughs> that was fucking awesome. It's Eric Splain. What on there? So Martell's got him in, in the Boston Crab. It's got and it's over in the corner where, where Tully Blanchard is. Tully reaches in his hands and just rakes his eyes to break it up, which is fucking great. Never forward to a figure four. Oh my god. I that made me pop so hard. What a fucking spot. That was fucking amazing. <laughs> it's the small things, Glenn. It's the small things. Well, that is it. And that's what makes a good. That's what makes a great tag team is the small things. Yep. Those small things are missing in mostly WWE tag teaming. That's for sure. The small things are definitely not taken no. to the degree that they should be. <clears throat> Which I mean, I don't watch any wrestling promotion besides you know NXT UK that really, that really does do tag team wrestling, right? So I mean, oh. <laughs> Oh, oh, I had to take your, had to take your partner out in one blow. <laughs> My God! So Santana went for the the flying forearm. He completely missed and just took out Martel. So Martel is in the front row basically now. I don't think the Brainbusters ever won the WWF Tag Team Championships either, which is a goddamn shame if they didn't. I'll give you a little insight to that off air. <laughs> okay, okay. <clears throat> I, I know a bit of the reason behind that, and I'll give you the reason off air. I'm not gonna... I I think I might know what you're going to say, but yeah, we'll talk about it off air. <laughs> uh, Art Anderson, you know, likes he likes old-fashioned donuts. He's he's a big component of old-fashioned donuts. He loves them. Favorite. Do you know what an old-fashioned donut is? Yes. Okay. Old-fashioned donuts big over in your neck of the woods? Not really, but I have heard the expression. I don't think they're big in anybody's neck of the woods. Just Arn Anderson likes them. He's the only one. <clears throat> he's the only fucking one. So yeah, Martel's Martel's okay though. He's back up now. Beautiful cross body there off the middle rope by Santana. On the other day when you guys were doing your podcast and you were talking about how 
about a kid and Jeremy said that they should get Tito Santana to teach him to be a matador. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I laugh so hard. <laughs> El Nino El Matador. <laughs> what a gimmick. First of all, when you said they need to get Tito Santana in there, you know, I was like, oh, Tito Santana. My eyes lit up when you said it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even if he is a fucking bullfighter. Do you remember when the Colognes were bullfighters? Like, I don't even think can they, I don't even think Puerto Rican bullfighting is a thing. No, <laughs> they were not only the bullfighters, but they had uh, El Tonito or whatever he was, the, the little ball with them as well. That guy was in the Royal Rumble and eliminated some folks. So think about that. It's an epic tag team match we got going on in the ring. And usually, what happens on this show, we see epic in ring action. We just talk about something else. Completely, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I, I'm not here to call good wrestling matches. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> and if you came here to listen to that, then you came to the wrong show. Yeah, it comes in a piece of business if you want to. <laughs> yeah, if you want to hear an in-depth analysis to a breakdown, yeah, check out Piece of Business. You ain't going to find that here. <laughs> oh, he's he's there for the tag, Glenn, but Martel won't take it. He won't tag me. He won't tag Tito. That's what DC said to us. He said, why do you never watch bad matches? He said, that's, that's your gimmick. We don't <laughs> on your gimmick. You did watch that Jabber one where the guy flew out of the ring, and that was very much on par for my show, yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, that was just exceptional. <laughs> <laughs> that just appealed to my sense of humor, that. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's it. Martel said, fuck this shit, he's out of here. He's <laughs> pissed about that flying elbow. Tony Gurria's out here to make sure everything's going to be okay. Well, that's it. Tito's here to fight, fight, fend for himself against the Brain Busters. Let me ask you this, Glenn. Do you know where, do you know where Rick Martel's headed? I do not know. He's off to a modeling agency because he's fixing to be the model, Rick Martel. Oh, of he is, yes. <laughs> that's where he's going. Did they ever get like a proper blow-off match between him and Santana? I feel like that's a thing that should have happened, but I don't recall it ever yeah. happening. Mm. I don't know. Something to look up and find out. I think if you're somebody out there who does research, look that out and find look that up and find out for me. Beautiful spinebuster, the best spinebuster of all time by Double A. There, he definitely hundred percent best spinebuster. Tully's <laughs> prancing around the ring here, <laughs> adding insult to injury for Tito Santana. He's gonna slap him, isn't he? Oh. He was going to slap him, but Tito's fighting back. He said, not up in here. Why does he have a fucking sombrero on the back of his goddamn tights? God damn it. Why, why is there a sombrero back there? Jesus Christ. Because <laughs> like, he's Mexican. Flag. It's a God oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> to do something stereotypical. Put, put this on. That's the only way they're going to know you're Mexican is if you got a fucking goddamn <laughs> shit. Oh, I've just looked up Tito's Santana on Wikipedia, and he says Tito Santana is an American professional wrestler and a middle school teacher. Goddamn, pal! I did not know that. <laughs> the Brainbusters get the victory here. Arn Anderson looking sexy as ever, same as Bobby the Brain Heenan. And Glenn, it ain't going to get any better than that. So that's where we're going to shut this thing down for episode two. Definitely. 
I'm going to put this thing on pause and we're going to pick it up at a later date. Glenn, now is the time for you to get all your plugs in. Even though I plug you every week, I'm going to let you plug yourself this time. Well, you can find me at GA WrestleNut on Twitter. Um, Jeremy runs the Twitter at Piece of Business Podcast at PRB Twitter account. Um, we did have an Instagram. I'm on Instagram. Find me a going out some numbers after it. I don't know, three, two, one, or something. It is, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is. Uh, but you find me on there. Um, you can find the piece of business podcast at all your podcast providers of choice, and of course, along with AWIP on Sportswire Radio. Absolutely. I don't know if you heard the big news, Glenn, but Thomas Bryce is joining us next Saturday night. I did to watch did. an episode of Superstar. So yeah. if you if you're staying up late on, on Saturday night, Glenn, we'll be watching. Um uh, depends on how late, but yes, I probably will. There we go, pal. There we go. Well, we I'm not gonna ask you to stay up till three in the morning, but if you're up at three in the morning, what the fuck? Yeah, I'll tune in. You know I will. I know you will, Paul. I know you will. And that's why you're an AWI Hall of Famer. Uh, you deserve your own wing, pal. You should have your own wing in the Hall of Fame. We'll get all your pictures up. It'll be great. We'll get, we'll get Edris Elba, uh, who's going to be play you in the... That's his name, right? The guy who's going to play you in the movie? Hey, yeah. Okay. There we go. Um, and we're going to be live uh, next Saturday for our WrestleMania preview show. It's going to be 10 a.m. Eastern time. So make sure you join us for that. Um before Wrestlemania or well actually before NXT because we're going to be sitting through eight hours of wrestling that day yeah boy I'm going to watch NXT at a later date I can't do it I'm not going to be able to do it <laughs> uh, I'll book the day off so <laughs> just right so, see I, I talk shit like I'm not going to watch it but what the fuck else am I going to do I don't <laughs> yeah. got anything else to do <laughs> All right, well, follow us. It's at AWI Pod. Uh, check us out twitch.tv slash AWI Pod, patreon.com slash AWI Pod. And we'll talk to you the next time.